Well, ho, 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 with your flashy mm-hmm. lights. I like my flashy lights. But, that, but that's cool. I like that. Everybody, welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. You can always check out past episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. You can also engage with us on your social media, at symbol, The Watchlist Pod. And you can also subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, hey. 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 It's, it's, hey. it's, as we record this, what, what day is this? Oh, my God. It's yeah, a week it's before Christmas Eve. So when this so when this episode hits tomorrow, it'll be seven days. Seven days. And counting. Seven days. Wow. Until Christmas. <laughs> and also to to all of our listeners of many different faiths, happy Hanukkah. And whatever it is you celebrate, I hope your season is merry and bright. Whatever it is. Yeah. I have to start the show because as it was pointed out to me by Terry, what's up, Terry? Mm-hmm. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is not a Christmas movie. Well, that was it's what a- our whole episode was about, not really Christmas movies. I know, but she she made it a point to contact me to say, it's a Thanksgiving movie. Oh, whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. Thanksgiving and there's, there's, are practically the same thing. There's snow, there's snow involved, and it's the holiday season. But anywho, yeah, it's the start of the holiday season. So last time we talked about non-traditional holiday movies. I mean, we threw some holiday movies in there, yeah. but for the most part, they were all non-traditional holiday movies. Today, we're going to be talking about traditional holiday movies that that. Good old feel good, or not, depending on the movie. Just blatant Christmas movies. <laughs> Although I didn't yes. do what I said I was going to do. I I I wanted to just sit and watch craptastic Hallmark Channel Christmas movies. Oh, I I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> there was a movie on um on Netflix that like as he was paging through Netflix, Dwight paused on it and it starts up and I'm like, Oh, this is, this is a Hallmark type thing. No, you can't, we can't be looking at this. And I'm like, move on, move on, move on. He's like, Oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm like, you just shut your mouth. No, it is going to be trash. And I'm not looking at this. We did not watch it. Uh, we put on. Well, okay. We watch peppermint instead. Oh, all right. Quick sidebar. What do you think of peppermint? You know, I thought it was okay. It was you know entertaining action movie. Jennifer Garner is a badass. You know. Yeah, she and, is. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Cool. It's just a fun right, little so- action movie. You know. Yeah, it's it's I not totally the greatest action the ending, movie, obviously. Well, yeah. obvs, but obviously, you know, you're not, you know, you, you can, but you could do much worse. Oh, you yes. could absolutely do yes, much worse than that. Absolutely could do a whole lot worse with this. So, movie, so. oh yeah, by far. And especially on things like Netflix, you know, sometimes yeah. you take yeah. your viewing life in your hands 
by clicking on stuff like that shitty, shitty Bruce Willis movie. And then I just <laughs> happened to watch with Laura one night another movie starring Bruce Willis that wasn't half bad. Hell, he's making his money. I mean, uh, anybody who wants to sponsor the watch list with Patty and Bill, please, we will take your money. Um, I mean, we will absolutely promote your product, <laughs> but whatever. So I don't know how many movies you have. Uh, I I've got a few. I didn't really have any. So I was okay. just looking up lists of actual Christmas movies to refresh my <laughs> brain. Um, and, you know, the the classic ones, because, you know, most of these are telling me all these weird ass things. I'm like, what is that? That's not really a Christmas movie. So, you know. well, a few of them we mentioned <laughs> last time, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You know, we talked about Bad Santa. You know, we talked about those. I I've got a little bit of a list, but my list are movies that I I watch at least once a year. Only between okay, well, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I see. There's only really so, uh, one are, that I watch. What is it? The uh, Other than um, The Hogfather, which I mentioned on our last episode, the only other one that I make sure to watch every year is It's a Wonderful Life. And that is the number one movie on my, actually the number two movie on my list. Oh. I love that fucking movie. I, I do too. It's a wonderful life. So the story with that movie, do you know the story of this movie? Um, it was the first movie that Jimmy Stewart made after coming out of the service serving in the war. Oh, okay. Came out in 1946. Him and Donna Reed were in this. Mm -hmm. And it is just a really, really great sliding doors kind of movie. You know, yeah, yeah. how I your life touches so many other lives. <laughs> well, I, I know you mentioned that it a couple of times. Have it I? is a good movie. I don't, yeah. I don't remember mentioning it, but yes, it's one of the few I have on DVD. Well, yeah, one of the well, few see, I have on DVD I, that I watch I do here and there. <laughs> But It's a Wonderful Life is amazing. Although, and and obviously this movie is like 70 years old, so I'm not, you know, spoilers. When when young um, Bailey is getting his ear slapped back by the druggist, just happened to be the scene, because Laura had never seen it before. Oh. So when George goes to the druggist and, you know, he's telling... Mr. Gower that he got the pills wrong and Mr. Gower is all drunk and he beats on George, which you mm. could obviously never do in a movie these days. Uh. She looked at me and said, what the fuck have you got me watching? Oh, this is a classic. Geez. This is a Christmas movie. <laughs> I said, you gotta watch it. It's great. Yeah. I don't want to watch this. Even in black and white, there's gray blood kind of coming out of the kid's ear. Eh, he gets over it. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> but yes, that did make my list too. So it's a wonderful life. Yeah. So 
obviously I'm not going to mention the movie that I've mentioned a couple of times now, especially at your request. You didn't want me to mention. You know, you've said it like <laughs> repeatedly. So I think everybody gets it that you like Die Hard and it's a Christmas movie. Okay. See, I what wasn't even going to go on. Yeah, the but whole... everybody be like, what, she, what are you guys talking about? You know. So, okay, there. It's Die Hard moving on. Okay. <laughs> my number one favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Story ah. 1983 Peter Billingsley and Darren McGavin and Melinda Dillon play his parents in that movie and we are of an age that we remember a show called The Night Stalker do you remember that show? I do a little bit yes it lasted, I think, for only one season, and I used to watch reruns of it all the time. But Darren McGavin played a an investigative reporter who believed in the occult. So it was the 70s version of X-Files. Mm -hmm. And so for him to do this straight-up comedy in A Christmas Story, I just love this movie. It has so much heart. It's got so much retro appeal. It's great. I never bothered watching the sequel to it because I didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> There's a sequel to it? Yeah, Christmas Story 2. Oh. <laughs> the Revenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. And I ain't touching it. Not with a 10-foot remote control. All right. All right. Nice. Oh, my other favorite is all of those Rankin-Bass specials. They're not really right? movies per se, but... I mean, it's not Christmas if you don't watch those. Oh, right. So I have Frosty the Snowman, uh, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You're without a Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Uh, Rudolph's yep. shiny New Year. Oh, my um, God. Those are fantastic. did one that was Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey that I really liked. See, well. I wasn't crazy about that. No, one. but, you know, it, it's on the list because it's one of them. Yeah, that was harder to come by too. It, it was harder to find. It wasn't always on like the uh, those others were. Oh, but when they were on, I remember as a kid they were on almost one right after the other. So yeah. you would watch one, and then another one would come on. Oh my god, those are fantastic! Yes, love them. Mm -hmm. And so um, another. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, and on Netflix, I came across a show. It's a very short series. So far, I think there's only like two episodes of it's telling the story behind class, you know, like the Christmas movies that you love. And, and obviously people may already know that elf, they totally were like inspired by all of these Rankin Bass specials. Oh, cool. I mean, if you look at the costumes that they're wearing, they are the costumes from uh, Rudolph. With the oh, pointy I didn't, hat and I didn't know the whole that. scene where you know Buddy is on an iceberg, which is just like Rudolph on the iceberg going oh, away. Man. Yeah, if it, it it's on Netflix, um, yeah, it's something about you know your class, the story behind your classic Christmas movies or something. And the one I about Elf is really cool. That. And Elf is one of my newer favorite classic now Christmas movies. I, it's grown on me. I hated it at first, but yeah. it's grown on me. And I know I'm going to get a ration of shit for this. So, hey, but at least it draws traffic to the website. So <laughs> log on to the watch list, but the watchlistpod.com. Click on that contact us button and tell me how full of shit I am. I'm not the biggest fan of it. 
there are some really appealing parts to it, though. Yeah. You know, how can how can you not get all swept up in the emotion of the ending of that movie where, yeah. you, you know, all this shit comes together. Zoe Deschanel is there and and just it's all warm and fuzzy. But some of the uh, some of the Will Ferrell in it is a little too much Will Ferrell for me. Oh, yeah. He gets. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the only reason. I'm not saying I don't like the story. I dig the story. It's just Will Ferrell can be a little too Will Ferrell. Much like Robert De Niro can be a little too De Niro or Pacino can be too much Pacino or whatever. Mm-hmm. Same thing. But, it, you know, you could do worse during the holiday season than Elf. That That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So... Another one that I've got to go along with the Rankin Bass ones, mm-hmm. a Charlie Brown Christmas. It's not Rankin Bass. No, but it's it was on at the same time as all those. From 1965 and the Vince Guaraldi Trio soundtrack for that. I, I so I rank my favorite Christmas songs. My number 1 is a Christmas is the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Number 2 is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. And then there's Last Christmas by George Michael. Number four is um, uh, the one from um, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, uh, Sleigh bells in the air. That oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that one. Sorry about my singing, folks. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Cold, fold that up, put it in your pocket, and throw it away later. Right. <laughs> and shut up. <laughs> I was trying to think of the day. Oh, Christmas time is here. All right. There, there's the, all right. It just jogged my memory. Thanks to the insult. So, <laughs> but, but to me that that's just a really great little, it's again, like you said, it's not a movie, it's a TV show, but I love it. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like those too. Yeah. Um, honestly, every version of a Christmas Carol is another, yeah. you know, there was uh I think they did film it. It's not, I had the audio cassette, like an audio play with uh, Patrick Stewart reading A Christmas Carol and kind of acting it out. And I think that he did. They had him in a version that they recorded, right? They did. Yeah. Okay. And I and I believe that was based on and forgive me if I'm wrong about this. He does it as a one man show or he did it as a one man show. That could be what the audio cassettes were that I had. Yeah. One man show performing it. It's, and and I I haven't listened to cassettes because I have no cassette player anymore. So <laughs> I can't you know it's been a long time. You can actually go and buy a cassette to MP3 converter. I had one way back in the day until my cassette player ate my tape and then I stopped trying to convert my cassettes because I didn't want any more of them chewed up. As they always did. I mean, if you don't know the visual image of a cassette and a pencil (laughs) and what that meant to you, then you did not grow up in the eighties with cassettes. Yeah, definitely not. So I hear that. I can't tell you how many times I, I tried to put cassettes back together and you know what pissed me off too? My cassette player ate the soundtrack for the empire strikes back. Oh man. Right at Darth Vader's March. Oh man. 
Ah, oh, so the very beginning of it was dumb, dumb, da, 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 dumb, dumb, and then uh, I was like, "Ah, oh, why did you do that, you and son of a?" Every time you play it after that, it's well. And every part. time I was playing it, playing it after that, I was worried that I was going to get stuck in the friggin' machine again. Yep, yep. Uh, well, uh, so another movie I've got, Love Actually. I love that movie. It's yeah. actually Laura's favorite uh, oh. Christmas movie. Okay. But it's for those of you who don't know that movie, it has got an all-star cast. It is truly an ensemble picture. And all the ensemble pictures of the last five years, I think, have tried to recapture that magic of love, actually. But it stars Hugh Grant, Kira Knightley, Liam Neeson, Andrew Lincoln, Laura Linney, Alan Rickman, rest in peace, Emma Thompson, Bill Nye. Colin Firth, and more. And just many different stories individually starring those people, and they are drawn together by different relationships through other characters. I have to ask, like, how can anybody not know Love Actually? You know, who it's possible. To our show. I mean, oh, who I, listens I to our it show? possible that anyone doesn't know what love actually is. Yeah, well, that's just, okay. I mean, it so, has become a classic. It's on pretty much every single Christmas movie list. Yes. But there are, but there are movie sins that everybody has. I have movie sins there. I mean, I don't know what they are at the moment, <laughs> but I know somebody would say, Bill, you haven't seen that. Well, bleh. but, <laughs> But when you but talk I, about Christmas movies, that's a subgenre. Whether you've seen it or not, well, that's not a. It's not a necessarily a Christmas movie. It is a rom com. I would say well, it's a romance movie and a comedy. Yeah. So it's it's crosses borders there, and I, I really, if they haven't seen it, they know about it, and they know who's in it, and they've chosen yeah. to yeah. watch. Well, I don't know. Well, that's a harsh way to look at it. There Maybe are people they who say they haven't seen Star Wars, and that's for a reason. Uh, oh, don't even get me started. That's I'm a whole saying, show. I know, I'm just saying there are people who choose not to watch things. Yeah, okay. But love actually. Do yourself a favor. If you have never seen it, watch it. It's it's really good. And and I'll tell you this, not every story ends the way you might think. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. So the last uh, the last movie I got. So I was talking with my friend David Diederich. Shout out to David Diederich, longtime yeah, friend. Uh but when I started interning at 20th Century Fox name drop, I came there in 1990 when the original Home Alone came out. Mm. And it it may not be, you know, it, is it a Christmas classic at this point? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Is it the greatest movie in the world? No, it couldn't. It, 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 it would, it would hold the beer of it's a wonderful life. But it's it it is what it is. A little too slap sticky violent at times, but you know, yeah. But I dig it. So 
Yeah. There you go. Home Alone, the first one. The second one, and certainly the third one, skip. <laughs> Absolutely skip. But any hoozy. All right. Uh, well, you got more? I forgot to mention the cartoon version of The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Right. That needs to be on, on the list of things oh, you need to pull out. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, not the Jim Carrey piece of shit, no, but the actual. Crap. Don't even, don't even go with that one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh man, how could I forget about that? Right, and then yeah, the other one that I would catch here and there, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. The original one, the not original. the one done in the. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yes, because I always found it fascinating. Because I always had a fascination with the law. Hmm. You know, if the post office recognizes that there's a Santa Claus, then there must be a Santa Claus. Right. I always thought that that was an incredible argument. <laughs> and if the federal and if the federal government runs the post office, then the federal government recognize. Oh my God! It's, well, it, and, it is you know, a good movie. Everybody knows his dress, right? Is it one North Pole? Is it? It's one... just North Pole. Just right. Santa Claus. Wallaby Way, Sydney. <laughs> 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Yeah. So wait. So if you just put, all right, let's start this. If you put Santa Claus, North Pole, Arctic. You don't even Earth, need to do that. You just put Santa Claus, North Pole, pop it in the mailbox. It'll be with all the Santa mail. So I've got news. <gasps> news. News. So, you and David, shout out David, what's up David, uh, texted me within five minutes of each other <laughs> about Roku and HBO Max. And I gotta say, I, I, I didn't have any doubt that they were going to get that deal done before next week. Mm -hmm. Because obviously that's when Wonder Woman 1984 drops, that's when Soul drops, the two biggest movies. I mean, even though Soul is on Disney Plus, Wonder Woman no, 1984 had to compete with that. Mm -hmm. You know, so the first thing I did today was I looked and because I have a Roku. So I'm telling you now, if you own a Roku device, here's a weird thing that may have been a bug that they fixed by now. I had the HBO app on my Roku. And I then went to go search for the HBO Max app. And I don't know if it was because I had the HBO app already on there, but it was like the HBO Max app was hidden within that. Oh. So, I, so I had to delete the regular HBO app, search for it again, and then I found HBO Max. Hmm. And... Sidebar for all you AT&T people, because this has been a big pushing point for them. They say if you have AT&T cell phone service, service, you will get HBO Max for free. That's not exactly true. Mm -hmm. You have to have a certain tier of service. <laughs> of course, of course. Now, now, I spent 20 minutes on the phone today upping my service to be able to do HBO Max. Hmm. Okay. Because 
So we have two lines on AT&T. And I thought, well, shit, how much is it going to cost more to get HBO Max? And the lady was super duper nice. Okay. Super duper. So AT&T customer service, at least today, was on point. And she said, well, let's look at your account. Oh, you need the next tier up. And it's going to be an extra $20 a month for both lines. And I said, well, and she said, well, you can do it on one line if you up the service on one line. And it would only cost you $10 more per month. So I said, okay, hold on. Which is roughly the cost of HBO, just a few more bucks, right? Actually, I'm getting to that. Okay. So I looked it up and HBO Max is 15 bucks a month. Excuse me, $14.99. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) They're 15 bucks a month. So one... Even if you, uh, and two, I could up only one of my phones to be able to qualify for it. Mm -hmm. So by upping it, I actually saved $5 per month for the subscription to HBO Max and got slightly increased service on my phone as a benefit. Nice. So if you're looking at getting HBO Max as part of your AT&T, look at your bill, call their customer service if needs be. And make sure you have the correct tier because they're going to ask you all kinds of shit about signing into your account, blah, blah, blah. Then when you get the app, it's actually kind of clunky on TV. It works better as an app on your phone. To me, it was just kind of slow and weird. Hmm. But then again, that could have been just like instant, hey, we just have an interface now for Roku. Here's a bug. We're going to fix this. Yeah, because I didn't notice anything clunky on my tv with it but i don't have roku it's going straight yeah. to my tv yeah so and, and it's a full year with the at&t actually it's forever really yes nice. i pay ten dollars a month now forever nice okay as opposed to 15 bucks a month for one year two years whatever the fuck it is or as so long as i just paying 15 bucks a month Right. So I got it at a discount, which Mm. I actually dig. Okay. I can watch Wonder Woman 1984 in 4K on our TV through my Roku device. I can send back the Amazon Fire Stick that I ordered. Yeah. Just as a backup because I wanted it for next Friday. And I feel like I, I, I got a decent deal. But I gotta tell you, that show Flight Attendant. Oh, she is such a stupid bitch on that show. Right? She is so dumb. But oh the my family God. is out now, but I have not watched it yet. So I, I, I watched up to episode five. So I, I need to watch six, seven and then eight. OK, yeah, I'm not sure where I left off, to be honest with you. But yeah, she is so, doing dumb shit. So a few episodes ago, I talked about flight attendant. And said, you know, this is worth a ride. I'll give this a ride. And then you said to me, oh, my God, she does such dumb shit. And I'm not sure if I can keep watching this because she's so dumb. Oh, my God. But I hung in there for a few more episodes and now I'm still and I was getting better. But now I'm like, why are you still doing dumb shit? And in this show, Kaylee Cuoco, and it's to her credit as an actress mm-hmm. that I hate her so much yeah, yeah. on the, on, in this series. Yeah. 
I really do. Because not only is she a, she's an alcoholic, she's a functioning alcoholic and her life is unraveling and I'm not going to spoil anything, but her friends are in danger just because she involves them in it. Mm -hmm. And then she keeps involving people in it. (sighs) And, and, and I think, what the fuck are you doing? So I'm going to stick with it to the to the bitter end because now I want to see how this ends. Now I'm committed, so I gotta keep watching. But I I hate but, when people are doing dumb stuff. Yes, and like so it's not I, just doing dumb stuff. It's doing dumb stuff when you should know better. Yes, I mean you know by digging around in this shit, you're gonna get in more trouble. You're making yourself look guilty. Well, and the relationship she has with her brother. The brother, the the responsible one, the one who asks her point blank, are you with my kids and you're drunk? Right. And she says, no, everybody's drunk to you. No, you (laughs) fucking tanked up before you went to the aquarium to go meet up with your brother and his kids. She is a dumpster fire human being on this show. Totally is. So I, I sort of half rescind my review of it a few episodes ago. <laughs> my... Yeah, the first episode, it doesn't seem quite as bad. But as you get into it, you're like, holy fuck, man. You are oh just a mess. You, She's not only a mess, but she's in, in complete denial. Oh, God. And, she, and she's getting her friends in all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, oh, yeah, I, like yeah. I said, with you... I'll I'll stick it out to the bitter end, but God damn. Yeah. Any hoosie. So that's all I've got. And we have to say a rest in peace to Jeremy Bullock, who played the original Boba Fett in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. He passed away today. Oh, I did not hear this. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And a lot of modern... Uh, like younger people may not know who he is because the special editions erased his voice as Boba Fett because Tamora Morrison, who now plays Boba Fett is, you know, canon now and the whole clone wars thing, episode two, blah, blah, blah. But if you watch the empire strikes back and you watch return of the Jedi, Jeremy Bullock is the one that is in the Boba Fett outfit and he will forever be the OG Boba. So mm-hmm. rest in peace. Oh. Yeah, man. Damn. But any hoosie. I did it again. I ended the show on such a sour yeah. note. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was going to mention, you know, Mass Singer. Mass Singer. Yeah. And oh. how Leanne Rhymes is the big winner. She was son. She was son. Mm-hmm. And really, she deserved it because, damn, she's wow. Oh, Leanne Rhymes can sing her yeah, ass off. She has yeah. always been able to well, sing her ass off. She did a Billie Eilish song, like totally a cappella, and holy fuck, that was amazing. If you yeah. haven't seen that episode, definitely just look up that performance and watch it because I'm certain it's on YouTube to be watched. That is like, damn. 
So just so just Google Billie Eilish, Leanne Rhymes, and it should pop up. It should pop up, yeah. I, I would assume that it would. Or Leanne Rhymes, Mass Singer, and all of her performances will pop up. Because she's great. I've loved her since I, I've loved her voice ever since she was younger. Mm-hmm. Loved loved her voice, mm-hmm. and I'm glad she won. Me That's too. cool. Yeah, because I don't. Cool. I I honestly even now. Um, Nick Carter was one of them, and the other one, I, I, when they said his name, I don't know who the hell that is. So, um, yeah. He, he's yeah. sort of famous singer guy, I'm pretty sure, but uh-uh, I'm not familiar with any of his stuff. So the mass singer is now over, though. For... It is currently over for now, and now we're moving on to the mask dancer, which will not happen. Yeah. I'm drawing well, the line. You didn't, drawing you didn't the line. see the promo where somebody fell off of a oh, trapeze. I don't give a fuck. Oh. Drawing <laughs> the line. No, I don't need no dancing. No, no, no. No interpretive dances are happening. No. Not on this show. Well, hopefully, <laughs> sometime soon, actual TV shows will come back and yeah. kind of block out the need for mask dancer and uh, so you think you can sing or whatever the fuck that is. Oh and, my god. And yeah, I don't need that. So stuff. yeah. So log on to the watchlistpod.com, click on that contact us button. What is what is your favorite holiday movie? Whether it is Thanksgiving, Christmas, what is your jam while you are in your jammies? See what I did there. Oh. In your jammies. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> during the holiday season after we're getting over this blizzard here and um yeah just let us know all right cool cool man all right everybody you guys have a great weekend please 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 in the name of everything holy mask up and be safe out there we know we're getting into the final <laughs> patty is holding up a frack covid mask that she received so BSG nerd and safety. I love it. It's fantastic. (laughs) All right, but you guys take care. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you later. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.